If you suffer from ED, 15 minutes could change your life. Peak Performance for Men offers a revolutionary treatment called Focus Linear Compression Therapy. There's no pain, no needles, and no downtime. Now, Peak Performance for Men is offering six sessions free with qualifying treatment protocol enrollment. There's never been a better time or a better deal to fix ED. Call Columbus's only trusted Focus Linear Compression Therapy provider today at 614-739-8181. That's 614-739-8181. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. episode of the Razzball Patreon podcast. I can't believe it's not not news with comedian Billy Albright. Billy Albright. <laughs> oh, you guys got married over the, the past week. <laughs> oh, you weren't supposed to announce it, man. It's the secret eloping. <laughs> thank you for sending us all that stuff from Crate and Barrel, Donkey. Oh, you mean the pickles. God. Yeah, thank yeah. you for the colander and the uh, pickling kit. <laughs> yeah, and the salad spinner. Oh my God, our lettuce is so dry now. Yeah, you should come over for salads. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I can't believe all the moisture it takes out of lettuce. This thing's incredible. <laughs> you know, it was a nice sweating too. We just uh, uh, low low turnout because of COVID. So it was what maybe thirty of our best friends and family were there. Unmasked. Yay. Hey, who who wants a dry salad? <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Hello, sharks. So on today's, I know what you're thinking. Who wants a dry salad? Well, I'll tell you who. I'll give you 5% of my company. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Billy and Gray. Another great show coming up here, guys. We got playoff baseball on now. Um, Gray and I did a uh, a playoff uh, league, Billy, and Gray, he totally butchered our team. He, he oh, dropped the ball on, so man. many times. Stop it. Stop did it. he pick you football players again? Oh, my God. You dropped the ball so bad, Donkey. <laughs> I, mean, I can't even believe you're going to bring that up because you know you're a travesty to picking players for fantasy. You are the worst. I Honestly, I can't believe I teamed up with you. Why would you pick those guys? Which ones did you pick again, and which ones did I pick? <laughs> last year, Billy, we've, I think we finished in the top ten last year. And we, our prize was just five. Five. I think top we finished five? the top five. And we got like twenty dollars out of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we only had to bet fifteen. It's great. This is great. I feel like um, the secret sauce of of this manager, uh, of this managing, is that you guys really dislike each other. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like the the, the first the first game came on, and already uh, our guy like strikes out, and Gray's already sending me messages that it's over, and I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my fault. 
That's like my fantasy. My fantasy is like, imagine Woody Allen playing fantasy baseball. <laughs> like immediately, like ah, what's the point of living? <laughs> He's over one. Why? Oh God! Every time God we finish Paul. a podcast, I get a text from Gray that says it's over. <laughs> this is over. This is terrible. I hate it. See, the thing is, though, you actually you don't look at your phone until afterwards. But I I send it as soon as we get on the podcast. <laughs> oh, we just right when the theme song comes on, Raz Ball, Raz Ball. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> Why is this the chorus? This sucks. That's how you know. But that's sad. Like. You, that's how funny you have to be now. Like, good luck to you if you're doing like a comedy video and you're not funny in the like the first two seconds. It's like, nope, moving on. Because we oh, usually get man. funny at like the 42 minute mark, but like you got to hang in there to get there. Oh man, I have to. I have the 40. Our 42 minute mark is like the best 42 minute mark of any podcast out there. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. I've heard it from people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to have more uh, token Gray Albright impersonations way before 42 minutes here. And those are the highlight of the show, right, Billy? Yeah, I mean, but I feel like we really beat Gray down. I don't think he's going to do it for at least a few episodes. I feel like he's emotionally really shocked from uh, having to do all those impressions and having to listen to how inaccurate they are. <laughs> it's been a tough week for Gray, I think. <laughs> oh, I'm toned up. They sound great to me. Is that your Christopher Walken? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, yeah, I'm a good impressionist. Yeah. Is that how you say the word? <laughs> I think it's one, think it's one of the variations. Karen, good on the street. That's the best. Karen, go down the street. <laughs> Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Hey, Karen, go down the street. <laughs> That's an impression of you telling your friend Karen to go down the street, right? <laughs> hey, Karen, go down the street and get me some boba. <laughs> get me some boba. That's that kind of working on a gray. You need try the uh, the giggling. Yeah, or like. Maybe it's like, uh, uh, I love Boba. Oh, der! <laughs> it's hard because my voice doesn't go that high, so I have to like practice it when I'm out on the podcast. That's going to be the, uh, that'll be Coogs' favorite segment of this podcast ever. She's just going to play that over and over for me. <laughs> that is her, that is her least favorite thing I say in the entire world. <laughs> Durr! What are we, hey, what do you want to do tonight? I eat dinner, Durr! <laughs> She loses it. She loses it. Uh, what are you gonna do? There's a pandemic. Durr! Durr, durr. <laughs> Every week we're gonna just I'm gonna pick up a new like phrase that you do and then we're just gonna try to get better and better every week until we don't need you anymore and then it'll just be me being you and then me and then Donks. <laughs> and me recording. Yeah. <laughs> just Donks recording, then me talking to you played by me. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that's good. I like that. All right. <laughs> All right. So for anybody new to the show this week, uh, we're going through some news stories. We've picked out, you know, we've been getting through less and less news stories each week, guys. <laughs> I have a goal of yeah. two for today's show. <laughs> yeah, the over under is two. I'm bet I'm taking the under. <laughs> so the first one, it's a. Uh, High quality story. It's about this parrot, and I believe the the, the article is not like really clear. The video, I believe, it said it's in South Korea. This parrot, is, uh, there's a bunch of them actually that are swearing parrots, and they had to be removed from this wildlife park for swearing at visitors. Right, Billy? <laughs> yeah. Imagine being kicked out of a zoo and then having to be like, yeah, yeah, but the parrot started it. <laughs> Great guy. Do you want to keep setting it up? 
<laughs> Got anything about these parrots? Uh, what? Oh, yeah. I, uh, no, I was just reading the story. Yeah, so what? So, uh, parrot, parrots had to be removed from wildlife park for swearing at visitors. Huh. Hey, Polly want a cracker. You're Polly! <laughs> Fucking cracker. Fuck you, Polly. No, hey, I think you Polly. bring a... Hey, Polly, stay off of Twitter. You fucking dick. That's a good point, too. I feel like the parrot, like, Polly want a cracker is just old material at this point. Like, that's not funny anymore. You know what's really funny? Hey, fuckface. You want a <laughs> fucking cracker, you stupid idiot? That's funny. That's funny. But also, too, I think it's also, you don't have to swear. I think, like, parrots out there, like, you don't have to swear. I hope there's also some parrots that are kind of more subtle. They do kind of like one-liners. It's like a Stephen Wright type of parrot, that kind of thing. Yeah, some, some uh, yeah. wholesome comedy. The parrot, the parrots are uh, not to uh, okay. Now, now that I've finished reading this thing, not to get all woke. Uh, people, if people uh, can't read it, it's uh, parrots were kicked out of a zoo for being foul mouthed. I don't know if that was said. I was uh, sipping on my boba in the beginning of this, but anyway. Just to be a little bit woke about all this uh, nonsense. So the parrots, the parrots aren't reading the fucking Urban Dictionary, all right? The parrots are learning the curse words from the people, okay? And then the parrots are repeating what the people say, and then the parrots are the ones getting in trouble? Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe zoo-goers need to just be nicer and say nice things, and then the parrots will reflect the niceness of the patrons. I'm sorry, but Polly calls fucking bullshit on this whole thing. <laughs> By the you way, know, if I wanted to be so a uh, on a side note, speaking of animals, I uh, recently realized that me and Tolstoy have the same views on free range chicken. You have the same views as Tolstoy on free range chicken. Yes, I'll explain. So. <laughs> <laughs> So Tolstoy said that if you treat animals humanely and then eat them, it's much crueler if you're just awful to them and then eat them because then they don't know any better. It's like, oh, you're going to massage a chicken and be like, oh, you're free range. Go have fun or massage a cow's shoulders and be like, oh, nice cow. And then I'm going to eat you. Or is it just more humane to be like, ah, fuck you, chicken. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. Right. Yeah, it's like it's like growing up in Boston. Everyone's just swearing at you, and you know you're kind of better for it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Me and Tolstoy. I I actually had this view prior to realizing Tolstoy also had the same view as me on um, the the humane treatment of animals. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, yeah. don't don't. I'm not saying to be inhumane to them, but I'm saying if you're gonna eat them, then stop with the stop with being so nice. That's yeah, all. call it what it is. Yeah. Also, too, maybe there's like a way that these parrots sort of yeah, gave uh, – there was like an awakening. Maybe you're going to the zoo and then some parrot calls you like a worthless fuckface and then you sort of go home that night and you go, maybe I am a worthless fuckface. And then you really change your life. Exactly. It's like maybe the parrot's talking some sense into you. I don't know. Why, what's the – like the parrot – it's like, uh, is it a parrot or is it just a really tough teacher? <laughs> yeah, I personally, it's like a really profane life coach. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a life coach that don't take shit, or it's a parrot, and, and in between those two, there's an equal sign because it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the easiest math problem in the world, right? <laughs> Easiest quadratic equation. <laughs> no, but seriously though. Okay, so listen to this one. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Are you ready? No, seriously though. You're gonna go and be like, oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give the uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the cow a massage and then I'm gonna eat the cow. No, it's awful. That's terrible. That is that is, is. One of the, that is a mixed message. Are, it's a mixed message. Thank you. It's not like, oh, you're on death row. Here's a spa day. It's supposed to be awful. You're, and I'll you're, tell you you're what. waiting. You're looking forward to death. 
that's what you should be doing. Yeah. And the lower quality the meat, the the worse treatment you get. I'm saying if you're if you're one of those Big Mac cows, we're gonna it's gonna be a rough day for you. <laughs> exactly. By the way, I learned all this from my life coach, a parrot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you know I actually made a lot of money off of this because I right before this was a problem, I installed a, a parrot swear jar. And uh, I'm making lots of money. Imagine the parrot was the uh, the parrot learned all this on the uh, on an on an airplane edit. <laughs> like, hey, hey, wait, uh, Polly won a monkey fight in snake off his Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a really like a censored parrot. Then you could keep him in there. Hey, the parrots. So you, so hey, so you're done with the, hey, hey, British people, you're done with these parrots because they got a foul mouth. Send them to the Bronx Zoo. They'll fit right in over there. Yeah, yeah there's gonna be like a pigeon. He'll be like, who the fuck is this? Gray, <laughs> you froze up. I think. It was just sound stupid. <laughs> You can get that one down, Billy. It's a new impersonation yeah. of Gray. I, uh, <laughs> I found a, uh, I found my spirit animal, the, the cursing parrot. Yeah, it's almost like it almost reminds me with all this like loud random cursing. It kind of reminds me of uh, open mics. <laughs> I um, I actually, uh, I feel like the um, the parrot is possibly like if you could. All right, so. They say what? They say monkeys are the closest to humans. I would say parrots are number two, though, because they talk, right? Yeah. You know what a parrot would say to that, right? Fuck that. <laughs> what, parrots think they're parrots think they're above the monkey? I don't get it. What are you saying? <laughs> what, what are you What are you doing? Hey, hey, Darwin. What are you saying? <laughs> a response. To his theory of evolution, a treatise by Gray Albright. No, seriously, though, how long? Okay, if you're Darwin, how long were you looking at parrots for? Because if something's talking, I'm like, ah, maybe we're from that thing. Yeah, they win the game. <laughs> right? I mean, if you're like, okay, I'm Charles Darwin, and I'm looking at monkeys, and then I'm looking at a parrot talking to me. I'm like, uh, <laughs> parrots might be number two. I don't know. I'm going to check yeah. it out, though. I would do a whole – I would, like, do a whole experiment on whether or not parrots were two if they were talking. Yeah. I bet you Chucky Darwin was like, yes, but have you seen the thumbs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd like to have a drink with Darwin and be like, hey, I get it. I get it. The thumbs – but the parrots are talking. Have you looked at them? Not only are they talking, they're saying very complex things that I say. <laughs> Darwin! Darwin should be on the Patreon podcast. <laughs> You'll get him with Abe Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, though. If you are if you could have one historical person in his historical person in history, that's a good sentence there, Greg. So if you could have one person in history... And it was Charles Darwin. <laughs> you don't actually get a choice. <laughs> and you were to say Charles Darwin. Hey, if the parrots are talking and the monkeys aren't, uh, I don't know. Are you sure humans aren't parrots and monkeys, like, together? <laughs> right. If you're like, I can get a parrot to read your entire theory of evolution uh, in the exact same voice that you do, uh, I think uh, at least it's a tie. <laughs> it's like I I wonder if he even looked at parrots. I feel like Darwin <laughs> skipped over parrots and was just like they're talking, but I don't understand how. I'm gonna go back to the monkeys. He was probably yeah. like uh, they don't have dongs, so <laughs> what? Why is the dong coming in? Don't talk about dongs for the one show. Dongs. For one show, leave out the dongs. God damn it! I uh, sort of like. I like the idea of him finishing up his theory and, like, closing the book, and then he just hears, like, a tap, 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 and it's like a parrot at the window. He's like, don't forget about me. Hey, hey, what? hey, fucker. <laughs> oh, do, uh, I would do, if Donkey was, if Donkey was Darwin, 
I would take a dong and I would sew it onto a parrot and put it on the doorstep. That's the only way we can get them to look at it. There's no other way. We've tried every. They literally talk, and dongs wants nothing to do with this. We're gonna have to go with Plan B, taping a dong. <laughs> with a dog on its arm. Yeah. You can put him anywhere, really. On the wing. Yeah. First yeah, of all, arms. Well, it's got a dong. That's all dog he looks for. He's just like, yeah, I don't know about those parrots. Whoa, that one's got a dong. All right, I'm going to reevaluate. Reevaluating. Who knew they even talk? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. If Darwin was talking to a parrot instead of a monkey, he might have had a different little thought in his mind. That's my thoughts on that. So anyway. Yeah, I always feel like you always kind of go after Darwin because of your thoughts on evolution. So, uh, I support you in that. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs> Polly, you're a fucking cracker. Get out of here. There was uh, something interesting to me in this article about the staff worker. So they picked up the swearing from the staff workers, and uh, the, they started laughing once the parrots started swearing. So they kind of egged them on and encouraged them, which led the parrots to swear more and more. Eventually, they had to put the parrots on timeout away from park guests. <laughs> so then eventually, gotta... they... sorry, Billy. No, the, the, yeah, at some point you got to put the employees on timeout. No, yeah, I mean, they, so they brought the uh, parrots back, and then 20 minutes after being back in front of guests, they started swearing at them again. So. <laughs> oh wow! I just I just scrolled down, and the the parrots dress like Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, they do a really good hickory dickory dock <laughs> together in unison. It's kind of freaky, but cool. <laughs> Parrot. This parrot. This parrot lives. Uh, these parrots. They live a real long life. Oh yeah. Where's this? This parrot's from uh, Sam Kinison. <laughs> hey, Polly, want a cracker? <laughs> ah, Polly, want? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Shut that fucking parrot up. I feel like they need to like for a year just only bring in like super proper like religious like Mister Rogers type people to just kind of. <laughs> Try to get their language to something more civil and, and polite. Well, that actually doesn't work, Billy. There's something in the comments <laughs> here. There's a story. Uh, and we got a little bit of time. It's a little bit long, but we got all the time in the world here on the Patreon podcast. So this Just guy read it aloud. Read the whole article yeah, aloud. Read the whole thing for you guys. Uh, this guy received a parrot for his birthday. Pretty soon it turns out the bird is a compulsive swearer. The guy tried hard to change his attitude and was constantly saying polite words, playing soft music, anything anything you can think of. Nothing worked. He yelled at the bird. The bird got worse. He shook the bird. The bird got madder and ruder. Finally, in a moment of desperation, he put the parrot in the freezer. For this sounds like a children's story, by the way. <laughs> Wait for the punchline here. For a few yeah, moments. I, uh, the, uh, well, you should say the common author is Chuck Darwin. <laughs> Chuck D. <laughs> For a few moments, he heard the bird squawking and kicking and screaming, and then suddenly there was quiet. The man was frightened, and he might have uh, frightened that he might have actually hurt the bird, and quickly opened the freezer door. The parrot calmly stepped out onto the man's extended arm and said, "I'm sorry that I might have offended you with my language and actions, and ask for your <laughs> forgiveness. I will endeavor to correct my behavior." The man was astounded and asked him what changed his attitude. The parrot says. May I ask what the chicken did wrong? Oh, wow. That's <laughs> fucking deep. Ooh, man. I wasn't expecting that twist at the end. That's like M. Night shit. Yeah, that was Sixth Sense. It really oh, played in uh, with your uh, your cow thing. What is that? Like, uh, what is that? The end of uh, the Unbreakable sequel? What's going on? Mr. Glass? is what? Is Did he die? Is he alive? What's going on? Wow. Wow, what did the chicken do wrong? Hmm. <laughs> why is the why is the chicken in the freezer too? Was that also talking? 
I don't, I'm confused. I think I need to pretend that my screen froze so I can think about this for a second. <laughs> no, was, wait, was the chicken also t- uh, saying curse words? Does it, does it mention that in the, uh, in the comic? <laughs> I think he had a frozen chicken that he was going to eat, is my guess. <laughs> oh, when, now, actually, see, here's, here's where you, you, you guessed wrong, because to eat a chicken, you gotta defrost it! You can't just eat a chicken! Durr! <laughs> what are you gonna do? Eat a frozen chicken? <laughs> that actually sounded like a chicken. <laughs> Alright, let's get Gray's parrot impersonations. Yeah, you do oh, birds really oh, well. Oh, you're a fucking cracker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> are we at all concerned i don't know if the article goes into this because i didn't read the article <laughs> i read the headline but anyway i uh i wonder did they talk about how where the parrot learned the words from because that is like i mean not to, it's like if you're uh if your kid has a speaking spell and the speaking spell says hey fuck you <laughs> the speaking spell didn't learn that shit on its own the kid said to speak into the spell, and it said it back. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't blame the bird at this point. Right? right. You have to blame society. <sighs> anyway. well, yeah, yeah. Billy suggested putting the employees on timeout earlier. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I was I listened to Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to I listened to you guys. I'm saying I just was a little concerned that there is a chicken talking in a freezer somewhere. <laughs> Also, maybe parrots should do a little less talking and a little more listening. Oh, man. I could hug you right now. I love that. <laughs> I love I love that sentiment. God damn it. That's what this world needs is a little less parrot talking, a little less parrot listening. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, if we could all just be like parrots and just talk a little less... <laughs> You know what would be funny is if you do the debate again from last week, like the uh, Biden-Trump <laughs> debate, and then throw in that a couple parrots. Oh, like that, yeah. that level of noise would be really great. Oh my god! Totally. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh no, your your son does coke. Hey, Polly, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was the parrot. No, yeah. I, I didn't say that. I uh oh, uh, Hunter Biden's a cokehead. Come on, <laughs> come on, parrot. I didn't make fun of your son's drug problem. The parrot did. <laughs> hey, the parrot, parrot made fun of you for wearing a mask. Parrot, parrot, stand by, stand back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the parrot didn't condemn the Proud Boys. <laughs> and then they would talk for days on CNN. Like, I think it was the parrot. No, it was. I, I heard both. I heard the parrot and the present. No, it was mostly the parrot. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought for sure Trump was going to say fuck in the debate. I was like, he's going to say it. <laughs> I would have loved it. I love. At this point, let's burn the whole fucking thing down. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's such a joke. I mean, it, like, you look at the debate. I don't know how we got on this, but you look at the debate and just no matter who you support, I don't even care. But you got to know there's at least one better person from each side. Like, if nothing else, you can find a better Republican and a better Democrat, right? I mean, they're both in their, what, 80s? I mean, come on. This is like... Crimes of their careers. (laughs) I mean, there should be... If there's an age limit to uh, 35 is the youngest you can be to be president, there should be an age limit on the top end, too. Like, 97. 97. 98. Is that the age limit? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Carter's still good, then. Yeah, he can still do it. Uh, no, he is. He's a uh, he's a good smiling uh, guy. <laughs> uh, guys, one story down, one to go. <laughs> <laughs> American tourist faces prison for negative TripAdvisor review of Thailand hotel. <clears throat> I guess they're pretty uh, they're pretty strict on uh, negative comments over there in Thailand. I saw in the article that back in December of 2019, a, a Thai journalist was sentenced to two years in prison for criticizing a chicken farm on Twitter. So this is not the first time. 
Oh man, the chicken farm. What is? Hey, what, hey, your chicken. Hey, your chickens are shitting all over the place, dude. What the fuck? The chicken farm, bro. The chicken farm. I don't like your attitude. First of all, second of all, your chickens are still shitting all over the place. I'm going on Yelp. <laughs> yeah. oh. Do not go to this chicken farm. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, it took 20 minutes to park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I and I get finally I get to the chicken farm and there's shit everywhere. I'm like, oh. Yeah, this chicken farm is a shit farm. <laughs> but that's how you know, by the way, that you got somebody good, right? It's like I I always know an insult is a good one when someone threatens me with life imprisonment. <laughs> that's how I know I really got him. <laughs> By the way, if he thought this resort was bad, yeah, yeah, it's a good burn when someone says, yeah, you're under arrest. (laughs) But if he thought if he thought the resort was bad, his review for an 11 by 11 foot cell is going to be pretty bad, too. He's going to be like, oh, this this place is a literal jail. (laughs) The host didn't even greet me. (laughs) Yeah, I have gone. I have a bunk bed and a roommate. <laughs> they don't, they just call me by a number. <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, zero stars. <laughs> no, no, no. Hello, sir. No, yeah. no salutations. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of salutations. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, if, hey, if I'm going to your establishment, at least you can do is be like, huh, hello. What? Yeah. Or even worse. <laughs> even more. Uh, salutations, Mr. Albright. <laughs> <laughs> By the uh, way, imagine like complaining about corkage fees and then, then you're like complaining about uh, the, the mess hall food. <laughs> <laughs> you're complaining about the uh, the the uh, what, the wine, the wine, the toilet wine. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. He hey. Hey, this toilet wine tastes like it's uh, it's gone. I, I think it's spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> it really lives up to its name. <laughs> One star for the toilet wine. <laughs> also, by the way, like use a fake name, bro. Like I, I'm on Yelp all the time, but you'll never know because I use the name Tony Pepperoni. Well, <laughs> That's why they got a, they got an arrest warrant out for Tony Pepperoni all over Thailand. Yeah, <laughs> Tony Pepperoni. Tony Pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, Tony Pepperoni doesn't like corkage fees. <laughs> How's you? Hey, how come your passport is stamped three times? There, it should be four because if you go both ways, uh, twice. Wait a minute, are you Tony Pepperoni? <laughs> You know what? You know what? Can I do an impression of Tony Pepperoni? Yeah, please. Karen, go down the street. <laughs> this, this, uh, this the restaurant down the street's not very good. No, nobody wears a mask. I'm reporting them. <laughs> oh my God! I swear to God, today. So this is a true story. This is embarrassing. And I, I feel like I'm revealing a lot about myself by telling you this, but I go into my, uh, I go into a boba place. And um, the lady <laughs> no way, no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Is this I, the crazy story again? <laughs> <laughs> I go into a so I go into a boba place and the and the lady behind the counter doesn't have a mask on, and I put up my phone like I'm taking a picture. I'm like I'm posting this, <laughs> and she's like no. I'm like yeah, that's it. Mask violation. <laughs> You're like a boba mall cop. That was and that and that's how I ruined my favorite boba place. <laughs> I really should I really should think things through more. No, <laughs> uh, just go with your instincts. I haven't been I haven't been out I haven't seen a person besides my wife in about seven months. So. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have lost it slightly, but yeah I uh, I should have rethought that because now I can't go to my favorite boba place. Um, well, you know what's least... gonna happen? Oh, sorry. Well, I was uh, just gonna say at least you weren't in Thailand because you would have been executed for that. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, you're standing in line to be executed. What, ha- 
Wait, what happened to you? Uh, bad trip advisory review. How about you? Mm, I was chewing gum. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. got you for the gum. <laughs> yeah. What are you in for? <laughs> They're going to put this guy right next to the uh, hoverboard dentist. <laughs> My soup was too salty. Yeah. Those guys get beat up first. <laughs> Oh man, I gave a boba place a bad review. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was bad. That was a bad move. It was your favorite boba place too, and now yeah. you're getting executed. Oh, yeah, it was good boba. <laughs> it was good boba. I just got mad. Gray, this is you're turning to Gray. Burn it down, Albright. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm worried what's gonna happen to this podcast if you don't like it. <laughs> oh man, I'm losing it. Oh. Uh, this guy who did the review, does he know how to have fun on a vacation or what? <laughs> Honey, let's go to the beach. One second. I need to write about corkage fees. I'm just I'm just going through for punctuation mistakes on my review that's gonna get me sent to the slammer. <laughs> yeah. But you know I, <laughs> I do this, you know. I mean I'm still like uh <laughs> You know, if you guys don't think I'm funny, uh, you know, look out. Is this a uh, – hey, is, is this a split infinitive? Let me read this back to you. Um, uh, the corkage fees were $45, and no one brought a menu. Is that – is it clear who they are? I mean, and that is – oh, here come the cops. review. <laughs> Post it. Let's go. Hit send quick. <laughs> oh man the people on yelp are the worst <laughs> I, I don't know why I, this is trip advisory the story is about a trip advisory uh review that landed someone in the slammer but i just like yelp you go on there it's like oh yeah i had to uh, i had to park like uh two blocks away like oh how was the food i don't care where you parked come on wow. <laughs> I do understand where the resort is coming from with their sort of, you know, some would say that it's a really uh, dramatic reaction, but like, I'm still going after, I'm suing my third grade teacher for her, you know, review of me saying that, you know, who lacks self-control now? <laughs> who doesn't play nice with others now? <laughs> Mrs. Nelson, I'm going after Mrs. Nelson and, you know, maybe it's jail time. Was uh, Mrs. Nelson Thai? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> it's hard to say. Actually, imagine if you were like, um, if you were a kid now with uh, teaching, and it'd be like, if you were on Zoom classes all day, <laughs> you're like, what do you do? like? Uh, uh, how was school today? Like, I'm in the same room as your mom. You kind of saw what the fuck was going on, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what a mess. I'm uh, in my pajama pants. I mean, yeah. like, I've had, uh, I got 20 windows open. I know, exactly. It's like, uh, I got the Zoom class on and I'm watching TV behind it. How bad do you think class is? I don't know. Seems okay. <laughs> I got a detention because uh, Alfie the parrot was swearing in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always put your parrots in another room before you go to school. <laughs> put them in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> guys you got anything else about uh thai the the uh, fascist thai uh reviews i'll be i'll be honest with you donkey i didn't have anything to begin with so anything else <laughs> <laughs> i'll just say let me just remind our listeners that uh you know rate and review rate and review our podcast <laughs> uh but be fucking careful uh <laughs> With your negative reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. even sure if there's a way to review on uh, Patreon. No, I took that feature away. No one could like our uh, post, I think. I don't know. Like, that's what I, I was wondering if anyone actually has listened to this or it's just us three just, like, <laughs> yammering. <laughs> just, like, going at it. Just like, hey, it's Friday. Let's yammer. Yeah. I mean, the good thing, I like, sometimes – you know, you think you might get canceled by saying something on a podcast, but it's sort of like a tree falling in the woods. Like, uh, <laughs> if, maybe yeah. no one uh, – does it really exist if no one listens? 
Yeah, the um, and and to review it, um, yeah, we, we'd still send you to prison now. So. Oh yeah, do not give us a negative review. <laughs> yeah, whether you listen or not doesn't matter. Just don't give a negative review. Yeah. Even if we misunderstand a positive review, you might go to. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, you're kind of you're kind of treading on thin ice there if you review it all because we might take it the wrong way. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bring you in for questioning. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! What more... did you mean by good? <laughs> Was that sarcastic? Was that like an air quote good? <laughs> Uh, okay, so next story, guys. Um, we've had this one on the docket for a while. An Albany man, and this was, this was, I guess, back at the beginning of September this happened. An Albany man was rescued from Lake George Albany. by... Albany! Albany! Albany? <laughs> uh, this guy was rescued by some, some priests on a floating tiki bar. Billy, you actually went to Albany to Portland, <laughs> correct? I was actually the guy. <laughs> I went for a swim, and then I got kind of carried away, had a few too many Bud Lights, and I was uh, close to drowning. Uh, and then out from the, you know, out of the blue uh, came a bunch of priests peddling in a tiki bar uh, to save my life, which made me think, how are priests having a better time than me during quarantine? That was my first thought. <laughs> I'm Zooming with two, with my two best friends. Uh, <laughs> It's the most fun I've had uh, since March. And we got priests who, are, who have some sort of vow to not have fun ever, yet they get to go on a, uh, a, a like a wheel, uh, swimming tiki party? What's going on? <laughs> so, oh, by the way, then I, I would prefer being stranded in the water than to have to be picked up by priests on a uh, tiki bar. Oh my God! So listen to this part. So I don't know. If, I don't know if donkeys even read these stories. But so this guy got rescued by another. Sorry to interrupt, Billy. But this guy got rescued uh, in a lake. He was drowning. He got rescued by a priest floating by in a tiki bar. And he says at one point he he saw a paddleboarder, but he was too proud to scream for help. <laughs> He's, yeah, he was a former uh, boxer, so yeah, he was too proud. It was a it was a rabbi. It was a rabbi paddleboarder. Hey guys, is it uh, not macho enough to scream for help when you're dying? <laughs> where where are we landing on that? Is it is it, is it, uh, is it a little feminine to ask for help when you're dying? Or I don't know. Sometimes when I'm choking, I just sort of go like, oh, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> you guys, somebody could help me, great, but it's not a big deal. Oh my God! Wait. So this is even. Good. This is actually. This sounds kind of like a Monty Python sketch. So is this, this a smartphone. So this guy is a drug counselor and a recovering addict, and he gets he gets picked up by a bunch of priests on a tiki bar. <laughs> this is like the. This is like a beginning of a terrible joke or something. What's the uh? So was did he ask for a virgin mary <laughs> like, hey, hey father what's going on you got any virgin mary oh i love that i love to suck down a virgin mary right now <laughs> this just proves that like god works in mysterious ways that, that are friggin sick bro <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's like oh yeah so wait so Okay, now uh, just to clarify, <laughs> he is a recovering addict who wouldn't ask for help from other people while he was drowning, but then saw a tiki bar and thought he wanted to get saved by that. Uh, maybe you're not a recovering addict anymore, man. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like you're you're calling out for help. <laughs> yeah, going that's on? gonna be a real confusing sign when a priest is offering you a drink. You're like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to jump back in until I figure it out. <laughs> Imagine, too, though, if you're a priest, right? You got you, you finally got your day off. You're going, to, you're going with your boys on vacation, and then you got to save some dude's life. It's like, you can, you, can, you, can they have a day off like, for one day? Imagine, imagine you're drowning, and it's like suddenly in the distance you hear, if you like pina coladas. <laughs> what? 
what's good? Wait, wait, what's good? Wait, if you like making love in the rain. <laughs> what is that? What is that sound? Oh, just seven priests <laughs> partying. Can you do that? <laughs> I thought you couldn't. I thought you couldn't do that. Come on, Adeline. Wait, why is that? I'm drowning. Am I hearing bad tiki bar music? What's going on? I think, too, once you get saved, right, they're going to pull you in. They're going to give you the sales pitch. Right? Like, what are you doing Sunday? And you're going to be like, uh, I got a lot going on. Uh, I probably can't go. When is it in the morning? Oh, it's all morning, 9 o'clock, 1030 and noon. Yeah, I, I got a really busy morning. So, uh and I would just jump back in the water, I think. <laughs> is this a uh, is this an episode of Below Deck? Is, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Billy's on board. Yeah. Captain Lee. <laughs> you guys don't embarrass the boat. Wait, I gotta work on I'll work on that for next week. Mm. Don't embarrass me, don't embarrass the boat. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. God oh, yeah. You got yeah. Sandy? Um I, I, she does that motion. You can't do it on a pocket. She does this with her hands a lot. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, like that, that. So, listeners, I extended my left and right hand uh, out in front of me and kind of at like a eleven o'clock and leaned my neck and head back like this. So, I'll next by next week I'll have words, but for now, just go with the visual that I'm describing. Oh, you gotta do a uh, uh, yeah, uh, Donkey. You have to do a split screen on that one because I think I was picking my ear when Billy was doing that, and that just that doesn't, doesn't look good. <laughs> so, so this story, wait, I didn't even. Oh, this even gets more ridiculous. So he was in thirty feet of water in an ill-fitting life jacket. Uh, dude, you're not even. It's not even that deep. I mean, uh, thirty feet. I don't know. Anyway, he was holding on to his kayak and a fourteen hundred dollars smartphone. <laughs> Dude, you're not drowning. You're just too dumb to open up your phone and call someone. I do. I understand the ill-fitting jacket because, like, <laughs> I still I'm I'm in my I'm in my 30s, right? But I still think I, I I look like I did when I was in my 20s. So I'm always getting like mediums and smalls. So I would probably act like I needed like the uh, medium life jacket, uh, and I probably it would probably save my life more if I had the large. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I could see, uh, I could see that coming into a, uh, being a problem when you're like, uh, I look kind of good in the medium. <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. It's form fitting. It's, nah, it feels good though. I mean, it feels good. <laughs> I'll grow into it. Nah, don't think you want to grow into a life jacket. Yeah, I'll be all right. I think Hello. it looks good, good, and you hear bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> This guy was holding on to a kayak. No wonder why no one else tried to save him. Everyone's just like, get in the kayak that's right next to you. Get in, <laughs> get in the boat. You see the boat that you're holding on to? Get inside of it. And he was trying to save his phone? That's not bad instinct. <laughs> this is the worst story ever. <laughs> Albany has got Albany has got some terrible news stories. No wonder why we rarely go to Albany for news. We should keep track of um, – because right now it's like Florida man, Albany man, Maine man. And I want to see like after my the man. year like – Hey, yo, what's up, my Maine man? <laughs> I'm curious like what state will have the most uh, presence on this podcast. My guess is – well, it's probably a three-way tie between Albany, Maine, and Florida. Maybe Florida. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a three-way tie with those three because those were the only three you could think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, Florida, Maine, Albany. Well, all right. Yeah. Those when, are... did, when did Albany become a state? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did I get dumber? <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with Gray too much. Oh, no. It's contagious. Hunter! <laughs> oh, you drink butter to pee butter. <laughs> Give me a boba. Give me a boba. Hunter! <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Guys. <laughs> Anything more about the floating tiki bar before we move on to Cynthia Bailey's uh, horrible quarantine sex? No, well, that's the whole story you kind of gave oh, out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think Donkey needs to work on how he reads the stories. I mean, come on, man. You just gave the whole story away. 
<laughs> Need a little little more foreplay on this? <laughs> <laughs> Tease it a little bit. Come on. Um, okay, so, you know, I found this one interesting here. First of all, I didn't know who Cynthia Bailey is. Uh, she's from the... I still don't. Still don't. <laughs> I yeah. see a picture over here. She's from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, I guess. And her she has recently confessed that her sex life with fiancé Mike Hill hit a slump once they decided to quarantine together in Los Angeles with their children. Who's so this, I, uh, who's, uh, wait, who's Mike Hill? Do we know that a person is, or is he just her husband? I think he's just uh, the guy next to her in this picture here. Oh, no, I wasn't sure if he's famous. Maybe he's famous. Is he? Maybe a... he is. Maybe one. Maybe they both are. I don't know. I don't know either. Huh. Hey, we should have did some research in that story. <laughs> well, what I was going to say here before I kick it over to Billy, who probably did do research because he's okay. on the ball. <laughs> um, so it sounds to me, I mean, they, they took some liberties with this headline here because it sounds like they're they're just having difficulty maybe like finding time to... Uh, get it on because their children are always around kind of thing and then the they they take this headline and say that they're having horrible quarantine sex so uh poor mike hill here is really getting thrown under the bus oh it says yeah it says cynthia bailey is having horrible quarantine sex with fiance mike hill but it's a headline but it, that's the headline but it turns out they just uh, can't have sex because the kids are around but hey, if you're a celebrity and people are talking about your terrible sex, you got you have your own bedroom, don't you? Or no? I, yeah, I hope so. I mean, but also this isn't a this isn't a sexual time, right? We're all like making breads and soups, and we're all wearing the same clothes every day, and our pajama pants Uh-oh. are coming on at like three thirty. Oh, pandemic sex is the best. <laughs> Billy, don't lie. You got like four sex walls on the first episode. Yeah, and then you know what happened though is I I lined them up next to each other like dominoes and they all fell over. Well, you play music over there? I started. I said pandemic sex is wonderful, and it started playing. I think that was like Siri saying, "Yes, yeah, Stevie Wonder, one second." <laughs> so Marvin Gaye here, oh, sexual healing. Oh, oh, lady in red. Oh. <laughs> This is way – it would be way more embarrassing, though, like because, like, that headline is, like, pretty embarrassing. Like, we're having horrible sex. Red, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Sorry, no, if, do you want to do the whole song? <laughs> That's the only part I know. Okay. <laughs> but it would be way more embarrassing if she was saying that she was having amazing sex. <laughs> you know, I, I – I feel like we. I, this is the time we're in. I, this seems pretty standard to me. <laughs> that is, that's a good point. It's like, how how much fun do you want to be having right now before we start getting people more upset? You should actually, it's a tough call, though, because also you feel like you hear this and it's like, ah, oh, she's having terrible sex. Eh, why do I care? But if she says she's having great sex, then it's like, oh, you're fucking terrible person (laughs) so it's a tough that's a tough call actually i feel like that's a a conversation you have with your pr person and you know you gotta you gotta work that out you gotta be like yeah well you know i think we can get i think we can get you a uh a one page spread in the new york post but you're gonna have to say you're having terrible sex (laughs) we can get you on a podcast with three dudes in glasses Uh, (laughs) but you're going to have to say it was horrible. You got, uh, can you get a podcast with six guys and monocles? No, no. no. no the six-guy no. monocle one's not going to happen. I, you got three guys in glasses or or New York Post saying you have terrible sex. <laughs> 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 That's what you got. This is a good reminder, though. This is a good reminder that like, a lot of people are saying they're having horrible sex during quarantine, but you got to take off the PPE. It's very <laughs> important that you do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is she? Hey, uh, sounds sexy. I like. I like the story. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey. So anyway, uh, they're having terrible sex, and now we found out about it. That's a good story, Donkey. I'm glad you brought this to our attention. This yeah, is not my story, more. guys. <laughs> no, it's your story. That was your story. That was. Yours. I'm hoping for weekly updates on this. I think. You know, in these in these tough times, I think it's important that we check in on 
Uh, I was. Uh, what's her I face? Was, what's his face? Uh, I was going to uh, get the parrot out of the freezer, and I heard Stevie Wonder come on with "Lady in Red," and sex started happening <laughs> with uh, on the Real Housewives of uh, Atlanta, and uh, it was good. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. It was nice. <laughs> it sounds like a TripAdvisor review. The story. <laughs> hey, let me out of jail. <laughs> What? I just changed my review. No, no, that's not that doesn't that's not a real compliment saying you pulled a parrot out of a freezer. Come on, come on. Give a give us a real a real review that's complimentary and we'll let you out of prison. Ah, you're gonna you're gonna ruin my cred on Yelp. Yeah, a corkage fee is a corkage fee. <laughs> you guys did this. I have I have like 127 friends on Yelp. They take what I say seriously. I can't just write any review. Yeah, Tony Pepperoni has hundreds of followers. <laughs> Tony Pepperoni gave a four star review to Papa John's. Tony Pepperoni's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's no, he's not. He's the best. <laughs> oh, Tony Pepperoni. Tony Pepperoni, every place he goes into, oh, this place was great. <laughs> Come on, Tony Pepperoni. <laughs> Give us a more insight. Really good, really good meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely taste the cardboard. <laughs> you, know, I, uh, you know, I enjoyed... Uh, I enjoyed hearing about Cynthia Bailey, someone who I didn't know about, and Mike Lee and Mike Hill, who I still don't know about. I enjoyed hearing about how their terrible sex was being had uh, during quarantine. So thank you, uh, Donkey, for a good story. I love right. that, like, too, we don't know who these two are. And then, like, in the future, they're, that's what they're going to be known for. Be like, oh, Mike Hill, he's the guy who's having awful quarantine sex. <laughs> <laughs> really small penis. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was... I think, uh, it sounds like one of those situations where on like uh, I don't know if you guys you know, well Billy you watch Below Decks so you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this like you'll see a story that's kind of like mm, stupid uh, about a reality TV person it's like it's like this story where they're saying oh Cindy Bailey's having terrible sex or whatever and then like in six months time the episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta will come out where this will all make sense. They'll be like, oh, that's what they're, oh, I see. So they're, they're, this is a storyline that we're, now we're figuring out why they're talking about this. Right. It's like a uh, sneak preview of right. uh, the really right. exciting episode to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't so exciting as talking about it. Okay. Move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Great. Uh, pick some better stories next time. All right. Hunter! Hunter! <laughs> do you guys want to do another story? We're kind of running long here. We've been through oh, four. Oh. oh, okay. You know, I guess that's it for this week. We have, we have so many stories. Stop we may have out. We need to take out the Cynthia Bailey, uh, Mike Hill stories from now on and just go with the cream of the crap. <laughs> this is the cream of the crap. <laughs> we didn't even get to the one. We have a uh, Patreon podcast. I'm doing a new Patreon podcast with my friends called Cream of the Crap. <laughs> crap of the cream, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. We just talk about stories and uh, the news that no one really wanted to hear about. <laughs> Only the bad ones. <laughs> a, a piss cycle with no nutrients, right? Is that what? <laughs> In Albany, and he gets saved by a bunch of priests. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. Well, it's good fun then. Next week we'll reveal the punchline too, right? A few priests <laughs> rescue a guy on a tiki bar, and then we'll get the punchline next week. <laughs> hey, hey, man! Do you need help? Uh, macho. So I don't know if I'm gonna accept your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know, like... Hey, you're drowning, man. Come on. No. I'm kind of macho as I hang on to the side of this kayak and cry. <laughs> I want to hear Billy's impression that he was about to do. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I don't know. Let's see. So, like, I need help or whatever, okay? <laughs> uh, I don't need it, but I, I'll take it or whatever, okay? <laughs> oh, cool. You guys are do the same work? What are you guys? Oh, you're priests? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was me uh, getting in. Yes, yeah, me acting. <laughs> I'd give you the part.
Oh, good, good. Yeah. yeah. That was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, great show, guys. Another one in the books. That's like, uh, we've we got to be approaching 20 shows with uh, the brilliant Billy Albright. Oh, thank you. And thank you for the Crate and Barrel. Yeah, you're welcome. Pickles are on the way. Oh, no. Uh, just make sure the uh, salad is drier next time, okay? <laughs> Tossing a lot of salad over there. Yeah, it's a little bit moist. <laughs> Could you dry <laughs> out the salad, please? And I look for Gray's uh, review of the salad spinner uh, in the comments section of Crate and Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, great show, guys. Have a good weekend. All right. Bye. Be well. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.